Hi friend, I'm Monique Scripp, and you are listening to the Fierce Identity Podcast, a podcast all about being fierce and confident in who you are so you can go out and make a kingdom impact. I'm a business leadership coach, and I come alongside women in business to help them overcome their roadblocks so that they can make an impact and an income. I do group coaching, speaking, and I'm the creator of the course Multiply for Network Marketers. For more ways for us to connect, you can follow me at Monique Script Coaching on Instagram or go to MoniqueScript.com for our email list. Sit back and enjoy the honest conversation. Hello, I am so glad you are here and you are joining us today for the podcast. I wanted to share with you today about standing out and the fact that you were not made to fit in. You were not made to be like everybody else. So if you are a listener of the podcast, you may have heard me mention two or three weeks ago, um, I came on and I was like, okay, I got all my kids off back to school between um, them just being home for various reasons. And then we had fall break. And so again, I had um, a child who was home this week and just got him back to school. But I wanted to share something because something happened this week. And I have had this message over and over and over again when I talk to clients where I see people who They know, they know that they know that they know that they're made for more, but there's some kind of belief that's lacking in them that, well, maybe I'm not. Maybe I just need to fit in. Maybe I just need to be like everybody else. Who am I to stand out? Who am I to do this or to do that? But I'm telling you that if you need to borrow my belief right now, to believe about this, about yourself, in believing that you were made for more, you can borrow my belief, okay? I'm gonna lend it to you. You can borrow it until you believe it for yourself, but I'm telling you that God has called you for something more, for something bigger, okay? So, not to embarrass my child, and I will not say who it is, but I had one child at home this week because he made a certain decision that um, part of the consequence was he had to come home from school. And so it, I was really shocked because, honestly, I would expect this from my two other children, but this specific child, I would not have expected him to, and it was just something silly, boys just being boys, but anyway, regardless, I, I was like, this is not you to do this specific thing. And so he was like, mom, I know. He said, I knew it from the beginning, but he said, I got caught up in the moment. My kid, you know, other friends were goofing off. And so I just kind of went along with it. And he was like, I realize that I don't need to be like them. Okay. So that was like the speech I was going to give him that he already knew before I said anything. And later on, we kind of had an opportunity to talk more in depth about that. And I said, you are made for so much more. I was like, you can't act like all the other kids at your school and you can't go along with the crowd and just do things that everybody else is doing or do things that are gonna get attention in a certain way. I said, you are made for more. And I said, there should be something in you that is different and that stands out. And I want to come to you today because I want to ask you to think about for yourself, 
Do you feel like inside of you that you were made to do more, but you there's a part of you that doesn't quite believe it? And there's a part of you that's like, I'm just going to play it safe and I'm just going to do what everybody else has done and be normal and just fly under the radar and not stand out. But I'm telling you that you are made to stand out, okay? Specifically, as I am speaking to those of you who are leaders, if you are a leader, I want you to think about this. One of the hardest things that can come up in leadership is as you are leading people, sometimes it's a lot easier to tell people on your team or those you are leading things that they want to hear instead of really, really telling them the truth of what they need to hear. There is a difference between telling people what they want to hear and what's not going to bring up conflict and what feels comfortable and what doesn't push people and just say, oh yeah, you can get by by doing this or you can do that. Or as a leader, you can get really, really uncomfortable with your team and you can push them and you can call them higher and you can encourage them to a new standard. I was working with someone um, last week who it was just kind of a one-off. She's not going through my program, but it was a one-off call um, that she had asked me to kind of coach her in her business. And so we were meeting and I asked her to share with me. I was like, okay, show me your packaging offers. Show me exactly how you're pricing things. Show me what you're offering people. And I said to her at the end, I was like, you realize that this is like a million dollar business. Like you can scale this in a really big way. And um, later on, I got a message from her and she was like, I've never thought about my business having the ability to grow in that capacity. And, you know, I'm a visionary and it's very easy for me to look at someone's business or to look at someone's team and to really quickly say, okay, you just need to do this, this, and this, and you can grow in this way. You can scale in this way. You need to stop doing this. You need to do more of this. Like, it's very easy for me to put that together for people. But when you're in it, so for this specific client, like when you're in it, sometimes you don't have that belief in yourself. You don't see in yourself how you were made to stand out. And this is what I told her. I was like, you have a really, really unique opportunity. You have a really unique niche. You have a specific person who needs your help. You have an amazing story. I was like, you absolutely can make this work. And so I'm sharing that with you because you have a story. And this is something I teach in our program, storytelling. You have a story that is unique to you. You have something that only you have been through, only you have experienced. And so if you try to be like somebody else, you're never going to use the gifts that God has given you. You're never going to reach the people who he has called you to reach, okay? So going back to what I was saying a second ago about leadership, if you are leading other people, sometimes the people in your team or the people in your family, if you're leading your family, they need you to call them higher for them to believe that it's possible. Just like I shared with you that for that client, like, she never even thought that was a possibility, okay? And so sometimes people need someone else, a mentor, a coach, a, um, a leader, to say to them, I see you doing something more. I see you being something more, 
Okay. So as you're leading people, stop being comfortable. Stop allowing your team to just do the norm, to just hit the minimum requirements, to just make it through, to not require them to really work. I see this a lot with leaders. They're like, well, I'll just ask them to do blank. And it's not really pushing your team and it's not serving your team. It doesn't make you a good leader because you are trying hard not to push your team or to not have conflict or to keep things safe or to not make somebody upset. A good leader speaks truth and they do it in love. There are ways that you can lovingly say to your team, no, you're made for more. No, I'm calling you higher. No, you're not going to set you're not going to settle. And if someone has told you that they have big visions and dreams and aspirations and their actions are not lining up with the person who they want to become, you call it out. And that was a conversation I had with my son. I said, hang on, you are made for so much more. And here you're over here acting silly, doing something you don't need to be doing. You are made for more than this. And if I don't call it out, And I'm just being honest, like as a parent, like that would not be good parenting. If I did not call that out on my child and say, this is not you, you are made for so much more. So with your team, getting really, really honest with your team, getting bold. And as a leader, that can make you uncomfortable. So I have been praying a lot for clarity in this next season. You know, I I plan year by year. So as we're coming up into 2022, I've really been praying about, all right, Lord, like who can I mentor and coach and support and how can I continue to work with people? And I feel like the thing that he has put on my heart is to just be even more honest with people and even more truthful because I don't think that's happening. I think people are going to coaches and mentors and leaders and people are telling them what they want to hear, but they're not telling them the hard truth of, hey, you need to stop doing this or you need to start doing this. And um, part of why I really felt this was, I've shared with you guys that I've been doing the one-year Bible, and um, last week, the section, so it basically, like, each day, it gives you the date, and then it'll tell you exactly what your reading is for that day, and so I have always kind of struggled to fully, fully understand, like, especially the Old Testament can be very intimidating to me, and so I kind of have always been intimidated to just really read it through and un- and feel like I fully understand it, and I think you have to fully understand it to read it. But all that to say, I was reading in Ezekiel and um, the chapter that I was reading, God tells Ezekiel to go to the Israelites. He says, I have, um, they have disappointed me and I need you to go and be truthful to them and correct them and tell them about their ways. And as I was reading that, I was like, ooh, that is that is good. And that is something that I think there is a lot going on in this world that if we do not stand up and speak truth and be bold and tell people truth in love, then we aren't really being loving. We aren't really being loving. And then the other thing that it says is in Ezekiel, it says, um, he says, if you don't do this, I will hold you accountable. So he's telling Ezekiel, not only am I asking you to go to the Israelites and to tell them that their behavior and their ways are unacceptable and that they need to change what they're doing. But I'm also telling you that if you don't do this, I am going to hold you accountable. If you think about that with parenting, you know, if you see something in your child and you let it go, okay, let's just say, for example, like 
maybe your child comes to you and because I've got three teenagers, um, let's just use an example of a phone. So only one of our children has a phone and I have um, an app that monitors everything on it. And to be honest with you, he hasn't even had it. Um, I mean, he'll have it and then he'll get it taken away and have it and get it taken away. And so, you know, my other two children do not have phones. And of course, all three of them want a phone and everybody else has a phone. Everybody else is doing this. Nobody else's parents monitor their phone. This is what they tell me. I don't know that this is actually true. Nobody else's parents monitor their phone. Nobody else's parents don't let them go to this place or do this or do that, right? You hear that pressure from your kids. Well, everybody else is doing this. Everybody else is doing that. Mom, that's so old school. Nobody does that anymore. But guess what? And this is what I tell my children. That is not the standard in our home. I don't care if you're the only kid in your school that doesn't have a phone. I don't care if you are the only kid in, in the neighborhood who can't go to this one thing. Like, I don't care. That's not our standard. Our standard is what has God called us to do and how can we raise the bar to be that kind of person instead of settling and doing what everybody else is doing. So I would not be a good parent if I have to answer one day for my children. If they are, um, if I am allowing certain things to take place in our home, if I am allowing them to do certain things that I know really aren't right or I don't agree with, um, or watch certain things that I don't agree with, like at the end of the day, I am responsible for that while they are in my home. And so if I turn a blind eye to certain behavior, and I say, oh, it's not worth the fight. I'm just going to give in to this. I'm going to give in to that. I don't, wanna, I don't want them to not like me as a mom. So I'm in a cave. Even though I don't want to, I'm in a cave and I'm going to give in to this. If you do that, I'm just being honest, that's not good parenting. That's you trying to be comfortable, you not holding your ground because you're afraid of what your children will say or what other people will say. And... We can tend to do this in other areas. So in the same way that God had told Ezekiel, he said, I will hold you accountable if you do not go and speak to these people. I think it's Ezekiel. I don't have my Bible in front of me as I'm doing my podcast today, but I think it is Ezekiel chapter two, I believe. And so um, you can read this entire story there where he tells him, I will hold you accountable if you do not tell the people to change their ways. And so what are the things in your life that you need to start being bold and you need to start speaking up and you need to start being honest with the people who you're leading, who you are speaking to, who you are parenting, um, maybe friends. I know um, friends or family members that you may be seeing them. I remember watching um, somebody just make, a close person to in my life just make um poor decision after poor decision after poor decision. And then I thought to myself, okay, do I say something? Do I not say something? And so really asking yourself, like, at what point do you speak up and be bold? And I think there is this fear of judgment, especially, I'll speak for myself, especially as a Christian in this world, is I always, always, always want to lead with love. I always want to be loving because that is 
how Jesus is. Like he is loving, he is compassionate, he is full of grace. Like there is nothing that you could have done that he doesn't forgive you for. There is no amount of time that you may have gone without a relationship with him that he will say, I am always here to welcome you and to bring you back. And so I always want that same approach. And so sometimes when you speak up, there's this fear of being judgmental. There's this fear of, well, I don't want to be judgmental. You know, it's not my business. It's not my place. But I would encourage you to pray about opportunities for you to be bold. And that when something comes in your way and crosses your path, for you to be honest and to be bold with people and say, hey, I noticed that this is going on. And that really is not the best thing for your life. Like this really, there is a better way, okay? So I want you to think about standing out from the crowd. Stop being normal. Stop being like everybody else, okay? And then the last thing that I'll leave you with is really, really raising your standards for what is possible for you, okay? A lot of times we get really comfortable and we're like, eh, I'll just stay here. Like I've been pushing for this big goal or big dream, or I've been really wanting to work on this one area in my life, but it's just too hard. It's just too much work. I will just settle. And that's what happens. We settle. But I'm telling you, you are not made for a life of settling. You are made for a bold, big purpose and stop being comfortable instead of going after those big dreams and ambitions. And specifically, I'm going to speak to those who are in business is sometimes as an entrepreneur, it can be easy to just settle and go, ah, you know, this is providing enough for this and doing this. I'll just be okay with this. But you are made for more. You can have that million dollar business. You can have that huge impact that you can make. And I say that, I talk a lot about um, you know, the income opportunities in your business. And I, I wanna make sure that this is really, really clear. It is not about the income, but it's about the impact. Is when you have a large business, you are impacting lives. You are opening up the door for opportunities for your family. You are blessing other people. You are able to give back in big ways. And so we have to stop being afraid of growing something and building something and making an impact and standing out. And as much as I, I love speaking, I love being on stages, I love um, presenting, I love teaching, to be honest, I don't love the attention. I don't love the attention that that brings. And so sometimes that can be something that can hold me back. Like, oh, I don't want to put myself out there because I don't want the attention. But I do love giving that message because I feel like I have a message that can help people, that can transform lives, that can do something. And when you know, when you know that you know that you know that you have a message that is going to make an impact you have to get rid of your own agenda. You have to get rid of, well, they won't like me. Well, who am I to do this? Well, you know, what if this happens? What if I fail? You have to get rid of all of those doubts and you have to go boldly with the message that you know that you have. So what is your story? How are you helping people? How are you changing lives? And be bold in your impact and the impact that you're making on other people's lives and stop trying to be like everybody else.
I hope this message has blessed you. If I can help you in any way, I am filling up our January group for the Multiply Mentorship. If you do not know what that is, it is an eight-week mentorship group for network marketing teams, and it's a small group setting where... I help you increase your impact and your income and really help people get results in their business. So if that is something that I can bless you with, I would love for you to reach out. You can go to moniquescript.com forward slash multiply to apply. And you can also go to moniquescript.com to get on our email list. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Identity Podcast. I want to ask you to do two things right now. First of all, stop and subscribe to the podcast so you do not miss an episode. Secondly, go to moniquescript.com for all the ways that we can stay connected. Until next time, go and make a kingdom impact.